0: Garrison Hardy with your cross-politic Daily News Brief for Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. Happy hump day, everyone. Week is going well, and before we get to the news, are you looking to move to Moscow? Then I need to tell you about Story Real Estate. Home, it's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. Home is where you prepare to go out into the world finding the home that's perfect for your family that's a big job story real estate is moscow's top real estate team they give people real estate advice all over the country family uh, family homes investments land new construction or commercial they know real estate if you've thought about a move to moscow or anywhere in the country reach out to get connected with story uh, a story real estate agent wherever you're going they can help guide you home visit storyrealestate.com for more information that's story real estate Proud sponsor of CrossPolitik. Now in the news, the CDC will vote Thursday to permanently shield Pfizer and Moderna from COVID vaccine injury liability. A CDC committee will convene this week and likely vote Thursday to deliver permanent legal indemnity to Pfizer and Moderna. Through the process of adding the drug company's mRNA injections to the child and adolescent immunization schedules. By adding the shots to the childhood schedule, the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, ACIP, will transfer liability for vaccine injuries to the federal government's National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. ICP allowing the Pfizer and Moderna to finally bring an fda approved shot to the market without opening itself up to lawsuits moreover it will act as another windfall for companies that have already brought in hundreds of billions of dollars in revenue by requiring these vaccinations for children who attend public schools in March 2020 the federal government invoked the prep act which gave Pfizer and Moderna a tort liability shield. Due to the declared public health emergency, which the government is reportedly going to revoke in early 2023. The company's emergency use authorization shots have since been protected by the federal government through this 2005 congressional action. A draft agenda published by the CDC shows that it will be on the schedule for Wednesday and Thursday's meetings. The Health Resources and Services Administration has clarified what needs to happen for a vaccine to become liability free. For a vaccine to be con- covered, the Centers for disease control and prevention must recommend the category of vaccine for routine administration to children or pregnant women and it must be subject to an exercise tax by federal law. The dossier has reported extensively on the coordinated effort by Big Pharma and the Biden administration to delay the rollout of an FDA approved COVID vaccine with legal experts suspecting the process is in place to protect Pfizer and Moderna from legal liability from vaccine injuries. Once described as the cure to the coronavirus the Novel mRNA shots have resulted in catastrophic failure with a side effect profile exponentially higher than advertised. Thanks to fraudulent, deceptive marketing campaign assisted by a top federal officials and high-profile pharmaceutical executives, the drug makers and federal government convinced millions of Americans to take shots that were much more dangerous, especially for young men, and much less effective than advertised. Over the course of COVID mania, Pfizer and Moderna have raked in hundreds of billions of dollars in liability-free dollars, enriching their executives and board members beyond their wildest dreams. Thanks to Big Pharma's successful regulatory capture of government health and corrupt bureaucrats' willing compliance, it looks like mRNA drug cartel will be completely off the hook when it comes to compensating the countless Americans who were harmed by their junk products. Elsewhere. President Joe Biden, let's talk about the economy, plans to release even more barrels of oil from the federal government's strategic reserves to keep gas prices low before midterm elections. Biden's latest decision marks more than 200 million barrels set for release in less than two years as president. More than all previous presidents combined, according to the Wall Street Journal. Despite Biden's historic oil releases to bring down the cost of gasoline, the OPEC plus nations announced their decision in October to cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day. The president expressed his disappointment with OPEC and Saudi Arabia's decision, despite administration officials working behind the scenes urging them to delay their cuts until after midterm elections. Biden recently campaigned in California, where gas prices are nearly $7 a gallon. When asked about prices approaching $7 a gallon in the state, Biden replied, quote, well... That's always been the case here, end quote. Despite gas prices rising again, Biden continues taking credit for gas prices declining from record highs in the summer. A lot of it, quote, a lot of this is the result of getting the cost of living at the gas pump down by more. Now, even in California now, by more than a dollar nationally and since the start of the summer, he said during a speech on Americans suffering from higher costs. Hey, speaking of economy, let's talk about China China cuts off natural gas supplies to Europe just in time for winter. Communist China has told state-owned energy importing companies to cease sending natural gas supplies to European nations, already facing a catastrophic winter. According to Bloomberg, the Chinese Communist Party's National Development and Reform Commission also told the state-owned energy giants CNOOC, PetroChina, and Sinopec to halt shipments of liquefied natural, natural gas to foreign buyers in Europe and Asia. China scooped up excess Russian gas since the war in Ukraine as Europe faces an unprecedented energy crisis. The communist nation has managed to build up in excess of liquefied natural gas amid lockdowns to comply with Beijing's zero-COVID agenda as Russia reduced shipments to the European Union because of the bloc's support of Ukraine and sanctions on Moscow. China began reselling the surplus LNG cargo to the EU at inflated prices. According to estimates, some 4 million tons of liquid natural gas was resold by China, with accounts for approximately 7% of Europe's imports during the same period. The Chinese government has not given a specific reason for halting the supply of natural gas supplies on the open market. However, the move could be an attempt by Xi Jinping to aid his ally Vladimir Putin in putting the squeeze on Europe at a crucial moment. Despite falling gas prices in Europe from their high in August, the European Union is still considering placing a price cap on imported LNG. Russia's state-owned Gazprom responded by threatening to cut off all shipments to Europe, forcing the EU to reach out to countries like China, selling on the international market. The EU globalists have rushed towards their green agenda and forestalled domestic energy production, specifically Germany, who banned fracking for its own natural gas in favor of cleaner alternatives. The move, however, has just left the bloc beholden to Russia to meet its energy needs and, ironically, China to meet its green goals, given that almost all solar panels are made in China. Last year, the head of the Green Lobbyist Group admitted, quote, "...everybody knows what's going on in China, and when facilities are based there, you have to accept that there's a high possibility that forced labor will be used." Moving on, Boston University defends controversial study on COVID hybrid strain with 80% mortality rate in mice. Boston University issued a statement Tuesday defending its research of a COVID-19 Omicron strain when they took the variant spike protein and attached it to the original COVID-19 strain, leading to a higher mortality rate in a certain species of mice, triggering concern among lawmakers. The Omicron S-bearing virus robustly escapes vaccine-induced humoral immunity, mainly due to mutations in the receptor-binding motive. While Omicron causes mild non-fatal infection, the Omicron S-carrying virus inflicts severe disease with a mortality rate of 80%, the preprint study said. Meanwhile, Emily Erbelding, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases division of microbiology and infectious wow, that's a mouthful, infectious diseases, told Stat News that the Boston University's grant application didn't specify that researchers wanted to perform this work and the group did not say it was performing experiments to possibly enhance a COVID-19 variant. An investigation is now underway, she said. Boston University issued a lengthy statement defending its research and said critics have misrepresented the goals of the study while refuting allegations that the study involved gain-of-function research, which can make a pathogen more deadly or transmissible. The research was reviewed and approved by the Institutional Biosafety Committee, the IBC, which consists of scientists as well as local community members, the statement from Boston University said. The Boston Public Health Commission also approved the research. Furthermore, this research mirrors and reinforces the findings of other similar research performed by other organizations, including the FDA. Ultimately, this research will provide a public benefit by leading to a better targeted therapeutic interventions to help fight against future pandemics." Certain reports about the study were false and inaccurate, Boston University official Ronald, Cor- Ronald Corley said in a statement, a report from the Daily Mail he alleged took the 80% line out of context. Folks, let's stop and take a moment to talk about the Fight, Laugh, Feast Club membership. By joining the Fight, Laugh, Feast Army, not only will you be aiding in our fight to take down secular and legacy media, but you'll also get access to content placed in our club portal, such as past shows, all of our conference talks, and exclusive content for club members that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Lastly, you'll also get discounts for our conferences. So if you've got 10 bucks a month to kick over our way, you can sign up right now at fightlaughfeast.com. Now, before we go, it's time for my favorite topic, sports. Although you could argue that NASCAR isn't a sport. We're going to talk about it. NASCAR to review Bubba Wallace's attack on Kyle Larson at Las Vegas. A report claims NASCAR will review Bubba Wallace's attack on Kyle Larson that occurred during the race at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on Sunday. Now, for those that never watched NASCAR, myself included, Bubba Wallace was the gentleman who claimed he found a noose in his garage at, NAS- at a NASCAR racetrack, a race-baiting move, if you will. It turned out to be just a regular noose used to open the gar- garage door, and it was always there. Anyways, that's a little sidetrack for you. During the race, Kyle Larson got loose underneath Bubba Wallace but appeared to save the car. There does not appear to be any contact made between the two drivers at this point. However, Wallace slammed hard into the wall and bounced down the track into Larson. Larson then dived hard down into the track to avoid Wallace, who chased him down the track and purposefully clipped Larson in the rear quarter panel, sending him spinning up the track into Christopher Bell and the outside wall. Here's the commentator's take live at the race. Then it's Logano, Blaney, and Larson. three. An Big battle off of turn four here. The oh, ball and into the wall, in the wall. goes Bubba Wallace. And he comes back across the track. Tags the five. They're both in the wall. The caution comes back out. up the 20 car and Christopher, Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell's hard into the outside wall. A playoff driver involved in this. That hard racing by the five. And the 45 now has caught up the 20 of Christopher Bell. Well, if that wasn't intentional, I don't know what was. You OK? Bubba Wallace yeah, out great. of the car. The AMR safety crew to him as he is walking down the racetrack. Let's take a look at what happened. So down the back straightaway, the four and the 45 are side by side. Larson's going to go to the bottom here into turn three. Harvick backs out. The five sliding up the racetrack, sliding up the racetrack. Bubba just feels like that the five didn't give him much room, as much room as he would have liked to come off of that corner. And they're chasing him up the track here. Yeah, Larson's got him in a bad spot right there and gets him in the wall. Then they go down the front straightaway, and it just looks like to me Bubba hangs on left to retaliate. And I got a problem with that. You're going... As fast as they're going, and you hang a guy in the right rear quarter pound, that is exceptionally dangerous. That's racing right there, Larson's fault stay for up, sure. Stay up, stay up, stay right up. Stay middle, stay middle. Takes out Christopher Bell. That's an exceptionally dangerous move. The shot the five takes to the driver's door on the front straightaway is vicious. I mean, it's a it's a hit. Yeah, I just, I just can't. I just can't. That's not right. I mean, Kyle Larson clearly messed up and got Bubba in the wall. That's on Larson, but a retaliation in the right rear quarter panel on a a mile-and-a-half racetrack, that is exceptionally dangerous. If that is indeed what happened, slamming into a fellow driver at high speeds, that is a despicable move by Bubba Wallace. And, hey, that's probably the kind of person he is. This has been your Cross Politic Daily News Brief. If you like the show, go ahead and hit that share button for me down below. If you want to sign up for a future conference next October, hint, hint. If you want to sign up for a magazine subscription or sign up for a club membership like I talked about earlier, you can do all that at FightLabBeast.com. And if you want to send me an email regarding a news story you found, uh, ask about our conferences, or sign up to become a corporate partner here at Cross Politic. Email me at garrison at dot For Cross Politic News, I'm Garrison Harding. Have a great day and Lord bless.